Okay, I'm going to start it right now. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our Fearless Beer Review, then we get into our uh, vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to a lot this week. Uh, That leads into the songs of the week, and then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, While you're listening, you know the drill. Go give us five stars on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the social media, at Asinine Radio. what else we got um got a phone number if you want to call us leave us a voicemail shoot us a text phone number is 503-893-5307 and uh we have a discord server if you want to join that hit us up we'll send you the link and that's about it for the intro so that's all i got uh, jeff let's get into the fearless beer review what do you got today i i got an oil can here i got a uh a foster's australian for beer <laughs> I, was right. the, I was at the grocery store today and they're having a two for seven sale, so I bought bought two of them naturally. Got it. Got it. So um, yeah, that's that's what I got. And this is uh I haven't had one of these in a while. And we used to drink them fairly fairly often, more often than we probably should have been drinking these. It's a solid beer. It's been a long time since I had one. It's been I, I've not had one since I moved here to Arizona, that is for sure. Hmm. And I think this it's been is, about a year for me. This is this is not Australia's most popular beer. This is um, probably not even on the radar. I, I, I know that it's not even like a top three or four for them because I lived there for, for many years. So, in Australia? Yeah. Lived in uh, okay. fucking Sydney. <laughs> that, it was hard for you to come up with a city, huh? I, 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 yeah, it was. Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne. 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 As the locals would say. Melbourne. Wherever Jeff uh, Corin, what was that dude's name? Steve Irwin was from. <laughs> Steve Irwin and Steve then. Steve Irwin. And who was, no, was, who was the other guy? It was Jeff, Jeff Corbin? Corwin? No, Jeff not Corwin. Jeff Corbin. It's Jeff Corwin. Was it? Was it? Okay, that close to Steve Irwin? Name yeah, was Jeff. Yeah, Jeff Corwin. It okay. for sure was Jeff Corwin. And then but he was, was American, though. Jeff Corwin? Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He was like an Steve East Coast Irwin. guy. He was like Steve Irwin. Yeah, he's like a fucking East Coast guy from like New York or Boston or something. <laughs> what I don't know where he's from. I, I do remember him <laughs> you being sounded like East like Coast, so. <laughs> in Robin Hood Men in Tights when when he meets with um like the Godfather guy. Yeah. And then he has the uh, the 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 <laughs> things in his mouth. That's what you sounded like. Like the with the padding the for your like after you go to the dentist, Pout. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that was when he's like, I will take these cotton balls for, and put them in my <laughs> hand and then put them in my pocket. <laughs> oh, that oh. would be so good. So good. Yeah. All right. So I, that's what I got. I got Foster's. <clears throat> Foster's Lager. Foster's. All right. So I have something called Head in the Clouds Double IPA. It says this is a juicy one. It's from uh, Santa Monica Brewery. 
So kind of local. I uh, kind of wanted to go with a, a Southern California thing because kind of in theme with our um, our uh, album of the week. So with this, I think I've had this before, but I, I, I didn't even check on taps if I put it in, if I've mm, even checked it mm, in, but I th- mm. think I might have had it, but I don't know. Who knows? So have? I have this. Pours out quite nice. Uh, looks like a hazy. So hopefully it is tasty. It's eight and a half percent. So this is gonna get me um it's gonna get me going for the night. <laughs> kind of excited for it. So with that, Ooh, let's have, just I should, uh, have, I should have checked beer advocate though. You should have? Yeah. For well, fosters? I well, I mean, why wouldn't you? To see if Raul Because made I because f- we didn't do it last week, so I forgot. It's, if if you don't do it every single this week, is like your I just, first pod. I, I lose. I lose. I don't know. Whatever it's called. Let's see. No, <laughs> just uh, I, people I don't. When I click following, it's people that I don't follow, and all of a sudden, and, and now it like Todd. I, I don't know who Todd is. I'm not following Todd. Who is Todd? Do I know Todd? When I hit Ooh. following, it just shows no ratings found because I only follow Raul. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. I think it hacked. Probably. All right, so you ready yeah. to uh, drink this? No, let's uh, let's 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 get let's get going here. Here we go. Okay. Oh yeah, that's good. Oh yeah. Wow. So you dig your Fosters? Yeah. Even though it's been a while. Yeah. All right. So before we get into uh, kind of talking about the beers, let's uh, talk about the three-point rating system. Our famous. A world-famous three-point rating system where uh, three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer you're going to continue to drink, one is a bad beer, but give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour. So what do you got for your uh, your fasters? This is something you get because, you know, it's decent, it's not great, but it's fun. You could go to a party, bring a couple oil cans, you're good for the night, <laughs> or at least you're good for like a couple hours, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> two for seven. So it's not it's not necessarily on the cheap side, but it's not breaking the bank either. It's it's uh it's it's versatile. It's versatile. It's like it it, it's like getting dominoes. It's it's fine. It's well fine. it's like twenty two ounce they're like twenty two ounce cans, right? I think uh I don't Maybe know twenty ounces. How many I don't Something know if like Australia that. uses uh the proper um units of, of volume like, like America <laughs> does. I'm sure they're on the other the other form. So I, I don't, I don't know the conversion. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I call the stupid form. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was this guy I used to work with, and he didn't drive. And I used to take him to the bus stop every day, or not every day, but like a couple days a week. I would take him to the bus stop, but he'd have me stop at the gas station first, so he can get uh, a couple oil cans of Fosters. He's like, "Yeah, I drink them both on the bus ride home." My By man. the time I'm home, I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> Dude, that bus ride probably goes by in like ten minutes. He was a really cool guy. Super, super cool guy. Did he ever buy you anything for driving to the fucking bus stop all the time? Oh yeah, he would buy me beer. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. No, he was he was super nice, super cool guy. Well, there's nothing like straight worse out of like jail too. Straight out of jail. Mooching and not buying you anything. No, no, no. He was very he was very very generous, but he couldn't drive because he was in jail for a while, and he just never caught around to getting his license. So, yeah, because of jail. Cool guy, though. <laughs> well, no, I I think because like he was in jail for like several several years, and he just like I guess it was like hard for him to do a lot of things. Because I don't know what he did to go into jail. He never told me. But I, I assume it was something kind of bad. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, my uh, my Head in the Clouds IPA. Like I said, this is Santa Monica Brew Works. And uh, pours out nicely. It's pretty smooth. 
it's not uh, super hoppy. It's not super um, alcoholic, alcohol taste like, or it doesn't have a ton of alcohol taste to it. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty smooth. Um, I give this a, I give this a two point two five. Oh, I would go back to it, but it's not. So, but because it's as strong as it is, I wouldn't drink it a lot. And I definitely wouldn't drink this on like a really hot day because it is a little bit syrupy, but it's still pretty good. So, okay. what did what did you give your beer? I think even like a one point five. One point five. One point. I'll give one point seven five because it is good, but it's very very situational because. I'm not going to crack one of these open while I'm like listening to records or while I'm at the neighbor's house jamming or, you know, that's about It'd all I do. It'd be a good jam beer. It'd be a good jam beer. Nah, because cause there's, too, there's too much time in between sips sometimes and there's oh. too many sips here that it's going to get warm. And, that's uh, true. That's warm true. lagers are nasty. Yeah, yeah. Imagine how cool you'd look though rolling up with an oil can. Yeah, no. Be pretty cool. You know what I might, I might just do? I bought two, so... My dude on Friday. Yep, Blackout Fridays. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Let's move to our uh, our vinyl stuffs. What what did we pick up? What do we listen to? And uh, this will lead into our songs of the week. So what do you got, Jeff? Go, dude. I've just been like I've just been like swimming in new vinyl, like ah, new vinyl okay. that has been pressed and is still sealed, and new vinyl that I'm just buying because I'm finding good deals and I'm finding really good stuffs. Just been swimming in it, honestly. Honest to God, all right. I have my hand up. I believe you. Style. You can't even see it, but I have it up. <laughs> Not all true. the good. So we will start with the bad because that's always fun. Um, this mm-hmm. isn't necessarily bad. This is just something that I wanted to bring up and because uh, I have a cool story with it. Oh, fucking, I guess like two things. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is I found a butcher cover of a Beatles album. Oh, and if people don't know what the butcher cover is, the, the Yesterday, Yesterday and Today, I think it's called, the album by the Beatles originally featured the four boys on the front with like plastic baby dolls and yeah. just a ton of like fake blood like i mean it just it's an ugly ass cover regardless it was tacky and stupid for sure in the 60s it was banned like damn near instantaneously so to find mm-hmm. they essentially have like three three grades of this butcher cover they have the great they have the first grade or first class and that is the butcher cover itself with no sticker over it. They have the second class, which is the butcher cover underneath sticker on top, which is what I have. And the mm-hmm. third class or grade is the, uh, someone tried to peel off the sticker and fucked it up. And all three go for different prices. Oddly enough, like grade two seems to go for the most where the sticker is intact, but you can still see the original cover underneath the sticker. Mm-hmm. And I found mine for a dollar at the thrift store. And uh, I'm going to try <sighs> and sell it for like 700. So that was fun. So yeah, let's uh, get away from that because everybody just gets <laughs> mad when I talk about it. But, I mean, uh, I don't get mad. I already know, but <laughs> it's just it's unbelievable. It's do you got it made out there in Arizona, dude? I but like to be come on, like give credit where credit is due. I look, dude. I try hard and I fucking search and I know what I'm looking for. Yeah, and my my yeah. powers have grown exponentially. I'm like I've I've I'm damn near part of the jedi council at this point like i know i know okay i know yeah I, this isn't luck of the draw at this point it's not i'm just getting lucky this is me going to thrift store i went to thrift store today i go to thrift stores like three times a week and 98 yeah. percent of the time i come out with nothing so 
I'm putting in my dues. Okay. 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 All okay. right. All the other right. thing I got is uh, this band called The Tubes. You heard The Tubes? No, I have not. If you've seen some of their covers, you might you might recognize them. I've I've sold countless amounts of these things, and I just just never cared because their covers don't interest me, and I only have so much time to listen to new bands. But somebody told me they're kind of cool, so check them out. So, okay, so I bought one at Grace, uh, three dollar bin. This, the The Tubes album is called The Tubes, the first album, nineteen seventy five, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty rad. Like some cool proto-punk type stuff mixed with like serious prog music. And then one of the hmm. songs reminded me of that album Fandangos in Space by Carmen, that, that oh, space yeah. ballet opera. And it was like That's really cool good. I was very surprised with how great this was. Um, I don't think I would ever go back to it. And I'm, I'm getting way picky now with what I keep. So that's why I'm purging <laughs> it. But it was still pretty good. And it's worth, it's worth a listen at some point if you ever have zero new bands you want to listen to. But what's cool about this one, and at Grace Records, they I think it's the kids that do this. I'll buy like cheap dollar bin stuff and I'll open it up and it's not the dollar bin stuff. It's like fucking Fleetwood Mac rumors or it's some other record that's worth way more money that they just didn't bother to check because they go through so many Jackson Browns that they just throw them in the three dollar bin. So I open <laughs> I open this one up, take it out in a little a little like picture like you know when you go to a, a, a signing like an autograph signing for a band they give you those like those pictures of the band oh yeah yeah like a promo shot yeah like a promo shot so out falls uh 1989 the scorpions signed by the entire band and oh shit i was looking up all the all the all the uh signatures online and for what i can tell everything matches up to this so this is like this is the classic era of the scorpions from like blackout and five other albums Holy shit. And uh, that was cool. So I'm going to throw that on eBay, see how much that goes for. <laughs> it, was, it was a good week. It was a good week of finding cool shit, I will say. Very cool. Very cool. I will say. But yeah, so let's get to the actual bad stuff. Um, Bob Weir. I bought a Bob Weir album. I think this was uh, this was his second album. His second solo album. I love album. this guy. I do. I do. Um, it's technically his second solo album, but it's kind of his first, because his first solo album was just like a Grateful Dead thing. Everybody from the Grateful Dead was on it, except for Pigpen, the keyboardist. He wasn't on it. But this mm-hmm. one uh, this one came out in 1978, and this is fucking bad, dude. Like, really, really bad. <laughs> this one features nobody from the Dead family. This is uh, this is almost impressively bad. I didn't finish it. I didn't finish the last side. I, I, I stopped it. His uh, His vocals are just incredibly weak. Very unconvincing. Everything just sounds flat. His guitar playing, which which I think he's he's fantastic. I think he's unreal. I think he's amazing. This is yeah. uh, in the same vein as, as like that psychedelic Americana stuff, but it's stripped down to sound like a child's playing it. There's no nuance. There's no depth. There's nothing. It's fucking trash. That sucks. Yeah, it was it was impressive. I was I was very impressed at how bad this was. It was only five dollars, so whatever. Yeah. But Not I'm that big extremely of a disappointed. Very disappointed, Bob. That sucks. So don't, don't That's really that. disappointing. Yeah. Um, Bob Dylan. I I I, uh, I heard my first really really trash Bob Dylan album. And this this one's called Slow Train. I mean, so like most of them, right? Easy Tiger, reeling in. That's not. Uh, that's <laughs> it's not, true. That's not nice. This is his nineteenth album from nineteen seventy nine. Ugh! What an idiot. This was his first album after converting to Christianity, so this album is essentially like fucking bad Christian rock. It's it's Ugh. it's bad. It is awful. It it came off very 
I mean, it came off like a string of like damn near perfect album, like Desire and Blood on the Tracks. Like, like in the he was really good in the seventies. Okay, this one is 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 mediocre at best. Like some of these songs were digestible, but overall it was fucking preachy. It was preachy. It was gospely. It was bad Christian rock. <laughs> and I was I yeah, I purchased uh, fucking bitch so fast. Did you get that in a bin or, or where'd you get that? So I got I've I've. I've got it like three times and it's been on like the back burner just because I know it didn't get great reviews. So I wasn't too excited about it. But then I finally got a nice copy that's no, I finally got a, a jacket that was in like mint condition, still in the shrink, but then mm-hmm. I already have a jacket that's all fucked up, but the record itself is great. So I just switched them. And I was like, well, okay. let me be, like because this is a, such a great quality jacket and record, let me listen to it. I might want to keep it. And then uh, I didn't finish this one either. <laughs> Turned it off. No tolerance. Uh, well, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Most of his music is not that good. Bro, bro, bro. Bro, bro, bro. I mean, I listened to what? Nine of his records from That's the 60s? Yeah, you did. So I'm not coming into this like from an ignorant standpoint. I've listened to nine of his records. No, you definitely you, you, you definitely still ignorant because you thought they were at best okay so yeah they were at best okay they which were which is that's 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 the definition of ignorant and stupid to thinking bob dylan is is not good so that's fine okay overrated but okay um i got blink blink's greatest hits i mean ah uh, yes fucking 12 dollars or 13 12 or 13, 12 or 13 dollars at target like it was it was a fucking what a deal. steal it's yeah. a double disc i mean it has all of their their hits minus the good stuff from the skeeves era which is fine I mean, that's okay <laughs> Well, nothing from neighborhoods, though. <laughs> Nobody cares. That's why oh, I didn't get say that. That's why I said get the Skeeves your era. Stupid, <laughs> your stupid horse. But this, uh, this is this, this pressing is so dope because we get the two bonus songs, and then I won't be home for Christmas, which I didn't yeah, that was know, a surprise. I didn't know it was on it. I guess that only comes from like the SRC pressing of this vinyl, which I guess this one is. It's a repressing of that SRC pressing. Mm. And I mean, it's not like the greatest song, but it's it's nice to hear. Like I'm, I'm glad I got like one. I'm glad I got another Blink song, and then two. I'm glad I got another like pre-Travis Blink song, which is always great. Cause yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, exactly. And you don't have to buy the single for it. Exactly. It so yeah, is it, I mean, is it colored? No, nah, it's just black. Pouring, uh. pouring old black vinyl. <laughs> I haven't even seen what that track list is. It, I, it's not great. It? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's still good, but. Okay, I see. I, I see myself like skipping this and and putting this putting just side four on and listening to because I, I think side four is 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 always or no maybe it's either always or Asthenia and then the three bonus tracks. Okay, so, so I, it goes I, in it goes in order. Yeah, like chronological order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I see myself like going through a blink phase and then just putting side D of this on. Which again, I'm 100 percent fine with paying thirteen dollars for three songs because I would be probably paying yeah. way more than that for the three songs. <laughs> yeah, this is still a good a good uh, set list. Still a good uh, track list. It's not bad at all. I mean, I would take out small things. Adam song, first oh, date, stay song. together. I keep everything else in though. Ding, 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 ding. It's fine. It's good. We well, have one yeah, too, so you can, uh, you know. That you know. I do. That I do. You got a nice little stack over here. 
Nice little stack. You have a nice little stack over here too. So not as much as you know. You have I have a lot more waiting than you do, but you still so got I a think, good good chunk over here. If it wasn't for that box set, I would probably just have you mail them to me. But oh, the price one? That. Yeah, I'm just nervous with that box yeah. set because post office are fucking idiots. True, true, true. Lost my first package the other day. Me selling on eBay. Oh, no. Fucking guy says, hey, never got, fucking, first of all, leaves me, like, negative feedback. And I was like, bro, like, what's going on? I never got my package. <laughs> I said, what, like, you don't fucking say that first or nothing? You just straight go to that? Whatever. So I look up the tracking number, and it says it's available for pickup in, like, Florida or in T- Miami or something, the main post office. I was like, bro, it's available for pickup. And he says, I know, <laughs> but I live in New York. I was like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> And so then I guess he had called the post office and they said, no, it's, it's not even available for pickup. They, they have no idea where it is. And they tried blaming it on me, saying that, like, what? The, the address must have been wrong. I was like, no, fucker, bullshit. Like, no, 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 no. How can it be wrong when the tracking number shows what the address is? I know. And then it went to New York and then went to fucking Florida. Like, it was in New York. It was in the same city that he was in and then went to Florida. Wow. Did he end up giving you a positive one? Yeah. I gave him a refund. Just because I don't even I don't even fuck around with it, I'd rather just have like the the hundred percent rather yeah. than fight somebody. And it was it was just four grand funk records for like twenty five dollars. Uh, I was like, that's not too big of a hit. I like I like telling people, so you know what, man. Like if if it ever if it ever does get to you, just like enjoy it as a freebie. Super sorry, I gave you your money back. Just like don't believe me, negative feedback. And he's like, yeah, I get you, man. No worries. <laughs> fixed it. Fixed but, it. But the fucker gives you a negative review first. Yeah, it's always like, what, like, why do you not just reach out first? Like, yeah, why would you just? Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, it's gross. Whatever. Annoying. But yeah, the other thing I got is got? Uh, Andrew WK. I get wet. Ah, uh, I want this one. His first album, circa two thousand and one, baby. We have not done this on the pod, which <sighs> in the new format we haven't. That is true. Boggles my mind because, I mean, this this album it was made to be a party focused album. As much as possible. It's it's nonstop, major key, same tempo, party rock shit. Yeah. But it's it's God fuck man, it's so good. And I I, I put this on his maiden voyage and at the time I think I still had my old receiver. So I played it loud. And Party Hard has like long been the favorite of mine. But dude when when because I'd forgotten about I Love New York City and when that came <laughs> That's on That's a good one. Oh, I love New York City. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Like I just started laugh. I was giggling to myself. I was laughing. I was sitting down, like throwing my fist in the air. Yeah. This was, this is one of. The, I think this may be like one of the most fun albums that I own in my collection. Like it's just pure fun, pure yeah. happiness. You cannot not smile. Love and it. there's not a single lull in the record. No, like it's it's constant, constant, constant. Yeah, Oof. like I, I was reading a little bit about it and that was like purposeful that he wanted to make something extremely digestible, but just, I mean, for lack of like a better term, just monotone, everything is the same, but it's that high energetic, you know, like I said, major key, fast tempo, same party rock stuff. And it fucking nails it. It nails it. It really does. And then like the cover art. Oh, it's so good. The the cover art has like a stream of blood coming down from his face, and like my mm-hmm. my uh, my vinyl is like a normal kind of like matte vinyl. So like if you push your thumb to the black parts of it, you'll see like a thumbprint. 
Yeah, yeah. But then like the 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 blood part is all shiny and glossy, so it like glistens. It's really cool. I love I it. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And then like the the vinyl itself is is like a crimson blood red. Looks so good. Oh man, I need that record so bad. Dude, and supposedly like he actually hit himself on the face. There's like the blood coming down from his face. It, I guess it was it was uh it was made from him like hitting himself in the face with a brick or something. And there what? wasn't, you know, supposedly, and yeah, there wasn't enough, more. there wasn't enough blood. So they used animal blood. Like they got animal blood and he rubbed that all over his face. And that's how they got the, uh, <laughs> the cover art. <laughs> Pretty fucking crazy if it's true. And then we talked about this during the Kesha episode because it, it jogged my memory. But Kesha gave him a tattoo that got infected and he has six tattoos. Do you know what his tattoos are? He has that, that like cross thing on his bicep, right? No. All, all he has, he has six tattoos. They're all the same. They're just lines. Oh, is that what they are? Okay, just a straight fucking line. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that though. It is like so that. stupid. Well, tattoos are all stupid. That is God, man. I wish I wish I didn't have any tattoos at all, just so I could do something like this. <laughs> man, that is so fucking bonkers, dumb. I love it. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Yeah, Andrew WK, you gotta get this, dude. It's just—it sounds fantastic I, too. It's like a great pressing. Sure it, it sounds great. Where'd you get it from? I got it, uh, uh, Grace. It I've never seen of, it. It was in one never of the bins. Seen it in the wild. Th- this is one that I showed up at ten a.m. for. Ah, oh, you bastard. Yeah, and it was like Son four. I think it was forty dollars, and like on Discogs, the variant goes for like fifty, fifty-five. So that's nice. And that's a lot of guacamole. I, I, I went into Grace knowing that no matter what, I'm probably going to buy this. Like, they could have put any number on there, and I probably would have fucking bought it. <laughs> like, I bought them I mean, pressing a violent fan for, like, 50 bucks. It's true. You also, you know, paid a lot for a lot of those uh, Weezer records, too. Yeah, those. that is that is true. I paid so? $70, $70 for that, that, that alone recordings, just uh, yeah. demos and B-sides. <laughs> A spend, baby. You even paid a lot for green, too. The MoFi green. I paid $70 for that one, too. Jesus Christ. Can't wait to get the MoFi discussion. Ooh. Okay. All right. So what else you got? Uh, the other thing here is Ozzy. Ozzy Osbourne. He's from Melbourne. Uh, speak, to the, speak of the Devil. Live album. Live album from 1982. Came out before Bark at the Moon. And this is really good. It's it's not it's not quite as good as if it would have just been like the Black Sabbath boys, but mm-hmm. they have solid substitutes here. And just the more I read about this few years of, of Ozzy's life in this album, the more just wild it got. And it's 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 just unreal. Like Randy Rhodes isn't even on this, right? Because he, he's really? dead. Yeah. Shit. So, okay. like, the band hated this idea because they already dropped two albums of original material and thought this was, like, degrading. And that's totally mm-hmm. fair. So they told Ozzy that they didn't want to do it. Ozzy flips the fuck out, goes on this, like, insane, gnarly drinking binge, fires everybody in the band. This is this is during the time where he pisses on the Alamo and gets arrested for it. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's what gone for days shit. at a time, just like getting blitzed out of his fucking mind. He's completely incoherent, doesn't show up for anything. And then Rhodes dies in 82. So they had to push mm-hmm. back the recording of this like a year later or to later that year because they wanted to release this obviously before he died. 
But yeah. the band had like just days to rehearse the Sabbath songs, and most of the guys didn't know any of the songs. So they sat down mm-hmm. during these rehearsals and listened to Sabbath records on a record player and just kept playing them over and over and over. And it's the guy from um, the, the guitarist from Night Ranger who plays okay. guitar in this. And so they're all sitting there trying to like figure out these songs, and Ozzy's nowhere to be found. And then and, and, and the bass player, Sarzo, <laughs> was fucking pissed off because he was secretly recording Quiet Riot's first album, Metal Health, which is uh, fucking fantastic. I don't think it's their first yeah. album, actually. That's a fucking yeah. killer album. It is so good. I got rid of my copy. Oh, dude, Metal Health is fantastic. Yeah. But he would, he would eventually leave the Ozzy's band to go full-time with, with uh, Quiet Riot. But Ozzy never even showed up to rehearsal. Never showed up to one fucking time to rehearsal, and then Sharon's always making excuses, <laughs> and he just never shows up one fucking time. And then he showed up to their first show, hung over his shit, couldn't remember any of the lyrics, so he puts up a chair on stage in the middle of the stage and throws down a notebook that has all handwritten lyrics on it from like the Sabbath songs, and he just reads it <laughs> as the band plays. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and he was bald. Right, because he was so fucking drunk that he went home and shaved his head like two days before the first show. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? You know, I've seen videos of him bald like that before, like interview, like videos of him being interviewed, and I'm like, why does he have short fucking hair like this? Why is why is he bald? I was so I've I'd never seen him like that before, but yeah, I didn't know that it was because he was on a bender. Dude, it's it's unreal. And then and then like there was there was so the band was told that some of the material Randy Rhodes had already recorded would be used to overdub the first show. So fucking the guy from Night Ranger didn't have to play so tight, right? So he yeah. didn't. And then they completely ended up not using any of Rhodes' guitar parts. And so you can hear fucking sloppiness in the playing. And it's kind of <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of cool just because this is this is the band, right? This is Ozzy and it's all fucked up anyway, so it's kind of sloppy. It's kind of disjointed. You can hear clearly like the drum is out of time at some point, and they're trying to keep up with each other. They don't play with each other. <laughs> it's like the first time they've ever played with each other, and yeah. it's. Uh, I think it's fun, man. I think it's speak fun. of the devil, right? Is that that's the name? Yeah, it, speak of this oh, is the one that me. that Phil had. My neighbor Phil. Yeah, yeah. And then I I, I ended up finding a cheap copy because the jacket beat up, but the records are pristine condition. I was like, okay, let's see, let's see mm. how this is. Oh, shit. But god damn, this was this was fucking great. This was really, really great. I like it because it's fun. It's a live Sabbath album, essentially. But it's I mean it's nowhere yeah. near as great as if Ozzy just did a live album with Sabbath. But then I was reading more about like how Randy Rhodes died. Like, like what do you mean it was the plane crash. Dude, that whole what leading up to the plane crash though? So they're on like their their bus and they they need to like repair their bus and so they stop at like an airfield and they hijack an airplane. And I guess one of their, their tour guys knows how to fly a plane. So they're all fucking drunk and they jump in a plane and just start flying. And they're doing this thing where they're trying to like goof on the other guys. And so they fly real low to the bus, like, like as if they're going to crash into it and go right back up real quick. So do that a bunch of times. And eventually caught up to them and they fucking crashed, crashed in the woods, blew up, died. Wow, I didn't know it happened. I didn't know it was like that. <laughs> this is, this is shit. unreal. This is all like in the course of like two years here. Damn, okay. God damn, man. Like reading about Ozzy's drinking and the amount of partying these guys did is, is unreal. <laughs> Un- so it looks like Brett, Brett Gillis only played guitar for that live record from what yeah. it looks like. 
Ridiculous. Didn't do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> he's good. Yeah, he's, I, he's I, a, I had no idea it was that well. Yeah, I remember I remember listening to it at Phil's house, and I remember thinking it was really cool. It was really rad. But, I mean, we were also very drunk yeah. when we listened to it. So, But I, I would totally be down to buy it, to get it. But and this I've is, never um, seen it in the wild. So this this they got word that Sabbath with Dio was going to release a live album, so they they rushed to get one out before they did, and somehow like the rights expired to where Ozzy got the Sabbath rights back, so he could play Sabbath songs, and that's what that's what kind of like started this whole this whole thing, and pissed uh, okay. off Randy Rhodes because I mean that is kind of disrespectful. Like, hey man, we just dropped fucking Crazy Train. You want to do Sabbath songs? Yeah, he really that's is. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. Oh man. Yeah, dude. Awesome check stuff. it out. Fun, fun stuffs. Um I will. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I got other stuff, but I'll, I'll save for next week. Okay. And, so and then on a high note here. There we go. So then what do you got for your uh your pick of the week? This is my new this is my new kind of like obsession here, and that is uh Waylon Jennings. This is yeah. the song. The song is called "Don't You Think This Outlaw Bits Done Got Out of Hand," and this is from Quite like the title. fucking twentieth album from nineteen seventy eight called "I've Always Been Crazy." This was the first Waylon that I got, and it was just in something that Desi gave me, and I was like, "Okay, I'll listen to it because I like country." People talk very highly of Waylon, and I like Chris Christopherson, and he's mm-hmm. he's kind of like the other guy of the outlaw country movement. And um, I don't know, this, this, was, uh, this was a time for, for Waylon when he was already burnt out on the Outlaw Country image, and now he's making fun of it, and that's what the, the, the song is. He's also heavily addicted to cocaine, never tried to hide it, was very upfront about it. Reporters would ask him, like, Are you, do, you, do you do cocaine every day? He's like, yeah, I fucking do cocaine every day. I love it. So he's <laughs> always getting in trouble, he's always getting arrested, he's always getting raided. He just, uh, he just didn't fucking care. And the more, the more I kind of like read about the outlaw country movement, the more I think it's fucking dumb because it's not, it's not nearly as cool as it sounds in any yeah, capacity, yeah. but like Will and Jennings just, just didn't give a shit, man. Just, he fought with everybody. He fought with everybody. He made fun of anyone he thought was a fucking poser, made fun of Garth Brooks, Travis Tritt. He made fun of country music, uh, the hall <laughs> of fame. He, he fucking snubbed the, when he was inducted in the country music hall of fame in the early two thousands, didn't even show up. He said, fuck this dumb, hated award shows. And even hated Chet Atkins, and Chet Atkins was a massive producer during like the the Nashville sound. That is mm-hmm. what like Waylon Jennings grew up in and became famous for. But he just he hated he hated like like the strict rules that a lot of country musicians followed. That country music needs to sound like this, it needs to have twang, it needs to be this, this, and this. And he fucking hated it. So you know, that makes sense. God, and he's so fucking cool though. Like I, I read a story that he once brought a gun into this recording studio and he threatened to kill anybody in there who didn't play with enough soul. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, it's so good. That's some that's some wild shit right there. Now that is like, now that's some outlaw shit right there. You know, you'd see some, you'd see that like in a movie or something. He just that's he did great. so many fucking drugs. It's just it's unreal that he lived as long as he did. He was roommates with Johnny Cash for many years still. And all he did was just a bunch of fucking amphetamines and didn't get really <laughs> drunk every single night. I think when I was reading about him very briefly, that I think I read before he died, he was smoking upwards he was smoking like four packs of cigarettes a day. 
Yeah. That's fucking insane. Four yeah. packs a day. God damn. On top like, of whatever drugs and booze he's drinking. His like iconic Shit. image, like the, the whole beard thing came about because he was hospitalized for his drug habits and he was in the hospital for, for weeks. And I think Willie Nelson was like, you look pretty fucking dope, dude. You should leave the beard. <laughs> so he, <laughs> he kind of just did. <laughs> I love that. But I guess like I guess like he was a really, really, really friendly guy. Like people loved to be around him. People loved to be like with him because he was very he was very like uplifting. He had a really big heart. Yeah. He was very nice to people. He'd give you anything you needed. But if you thought you were a fucking poser, he would he would tell you. I love the honesty. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And this song, really I mean like this that? song, this, this this whole outlaw country thing, at this point he thinks it's fucking stupid. He hates it. He didn't want it to. Be, he didn't want to join the outlaw country movement to begin with. He just hated the Nashville sound because the Nashville mm-hmm. sound it was you know stereotypical Nashville country music of the era, and he thought it was stupid. So he wanted something different. Makes he wanted, sense. He wanted more kind of like sad, real lyrics about drug use, about partying, about drinking, and about these 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 harder topics. And well, it worked out. They really did. This is a good song. This is a good song. I didn't listen to the entire record. I was planning on, on I was planning on it, but I just didn't have enough time at the end of today. But I'll go back to this record. Hopefully there's something better though. I'm I'm I want something a little bit different than this. But if this is all, everything he sounds this if this is like everything he does, that's cool too. But Yeah, it's just it's it's cool. I mean, within the past three weeks I now have like seven Waylon Jennings albums. <laughs> You'll end up getting like 14 or 15 of his records. Mm-hmm. And then in about nine months or so, nine months to a year, you're going to purge all of them, but like three or four. Yeah, I, I for sure That's know that. Absolutely. But they're so cheap. Uh, <laughs> there's <laughs> like, that. Why, yeah, there's why that. Why not get into it? All right, so I'm going to play a little bit of uh, Don't You Think the Outlaw Bits Done Got Out of Hand? Stupid fucking title. But here it is Waylon Jennings. I'm for law and order the way that it should be. Songs about the night they spent protecting you from me. Someone called us outlaws in some old magazine. New York sent their posse down like I ain't never seen. Don't y'all think it's outlaw bitch done got out of hand What started out to be a joke that all don't understand Was it singing through my nose that got me busted by the There it is from Waylon Jennings. Don't you think this outlaw bit's done gone out of hand? That's hard to say. Really <laughs> difficult to say, but 
good one. Yeah, then. say it with it's the a twang. Good yeah, say it with the twang. The country twang. That's good. That's how you gotta say it. <laughs> I can't even try to do that. There's a, there's uh, some other story I read too that that the DEA the DEA raided their studio and when they gave him the warrant saying that they're gonna fucking search it and, and mind you they had a fuck ton of drugs in there everywhere and it, it's visible and you can see it it uh, it listed Waylon as the owner of the studio and he's like this I'm not I'm not the owner I'm only renting the space which which according to lore made the the warrant invalid so why they were out getting a new warrant like fucking doing drugs, hiding it, flushing it, <laughs> hiding it in walls and cracks and shit. Before the TA, TA comes back to raid him again. That's fucking awesome. This guy's just so cool. I love this dude. And, and he's a fucking fantastic guitar player. Yeah, there's some good guitar parts for sure. All, all of like the lead stuff he's doing. And I mean, this is this is just, I thought this song was funny. But there's a lot of other songs that I, I hear by him that he he shreds, dude. He rips it up, and he's a really good guitar player. It's good stuff, man. I, I really want to get more into him. I would totally be down to to do one of his records on the pod for sure, for sure. I know Vital Me Please is coming out with a a repressing of Honky Tonk Heroes, which is like his <laughs> his biggest album. But uh, I I have that one. I got I got a good copy this week for seven dollars. God damn, that great. That's fucking cheap. That's yeah. that's cheap. I, I, I was I was really surprised. Next time I go record record shopping, I'm gonna kind of look through the the cheap bins, see if I can find any uh, any good Waylon Jennings. I have so. this. I I bought a better copy of this album for myself, mm-hmm. so I already put this album in your pile. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Right in there, babe boy. Right in there. Because even if you Add hated the collection. song, I was going to make you listen to this album. <laughs> well, I, I told you I was going to listen to this record regardless. Because I know I'm you've been talking now. about it constantly. So, would you say right now this is your favorite record of his? Um, yeah, but I think that's just because I'm still new. There's still kind of, I mean, nostalgia to it because this is the one that I discovered Waylon on. I think Honky yeah. Tonk Heroes is like objectively better. There's there's a lot there's a lot of things going on in that one that are just better. But the, so far, this one this one's my favorite. Yeah, this one's very like snotty and kind of like. Like he's telling us that he's this outlaw countryman, but it's fucking dumb. He's he's calling us <laughs> idiots for thinking so. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. Really, kind of just sticking it to the whole, you know, country music or the whole genre in general, or just the music business because the music business is fucking stupid. So I, I guess in every every genre and for for many many years it's been fucking stupid. And he's always pissed yeah. off too because like because because the record labels never gave him enough money. So he's always, uh, I mean, that's why like like Buddy Holly and them took a fucking bus everywhere and had those shows that were so awkwardly spaced is because they didn't make any money and the record labels withheld money for them and didn't give them like advances and stuff. And mm-hmm. like he's, he's, he's long hated that shit. Makes sense. I like this guy. I really, I, I think we should do, we should do his stuff, uh, one of his records within the next month or two. I really yeah. think we should. I think it would just fresh. be really fun to, yeah. Well, and I think it'd be really fun to just talk about it so super interesting guy this was a fucking rad scene um, i mean i i like i mean drugs are bad okay mr maggie mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. I, I i enjoy Stupid. getting into to music in different genres and then real like 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 the first time i really realized it was jazz like 60s jazz I was like holy fuck dude these guys did so many drugs so many hard <laughs> drugs 
that it would put like Jagger and Richards to shame. Like they did so much drugs, and same thing with like these country dudes. Like there was just so much fucking cocaine going around. I just <laughs> cannot believe these people. These people. How do you fucking survive? I don't know. Why do Why do a lot of these people survive? It makes no sense. Like when I'm hungover, like, why is Ozzy I, still alive? I feel you know? like when I'm hungover, I feel like okay, I, like I'm hungover because I drank too much yesterday. I'm for sure not drinking today. That's just I mean that's a fucking given. I'm probably yeah. gonna go like another day or two. Nowhere <laughs> in my mind, unless like you're out here or we're doing something, and I have to just suck down a beer, maybe. <laughs> but like other than that, it's just. I can't imagine. Like, yeah, let's do it again. You know? <laughs> I know. I, I've noticed, like, within the last month, my hangovers are, are something I've never experienced. Like, I, f- I think I finally hit that age now where, where I just it completely takes me out until probably about five or six o'clock at night the following day. Like, my hangovers are so fucking bad. I just, I it makes me want, kind of want to stop drinking. That's how bad it's I been agree. over the last month. I agree. It's crazy. And it, it almost seems like it just it was like it happened with the flip of a switch. Like it came out of nowhere. Where all of a sudden, yeah, I could I could be up till two o'clock, you know, drinking beers and all that kind of stuff, having a great time. And then wake up at like ten and still feel a little bit hungover, but still be functional. But now, dude, I'm I sometimes I won't even get out of bed till like noon. And I still feel like complete shit. But I'm like forcing myself to get out of bed. It's terrible. So I don't know. I don't know how much more I have, you know, drinking in me. I think I'm. Yeah, I think just, I'm hitting that. I think I'm hitting that that drinking wall. I don't know, man. I, just, I don't know I how mean, much more I, I could do. It's it's nice because like we don't live in the party house anymore, and we're not like at that age. Yeah. So yeah. like when I drink now, it's it's strictly for like recreation. But like yeah. at the party house, we drink to get drunk. And we didn't True. just drink to get drunk. We drank to see who could get so fucking drunk that something crazy happened. Like yeah, there was, something crazy could happen or somebody who throws up first. We just, we, yeah. we, we binge drink all the time. But like now, if I get a, if I get a good buzz going, like that's, I'm, I'm, I'm done. That's it for me. Like I'm no more. I don't want no more of that. And then when I do, it's like I fall in fucking rivers on my bicycle riding home from the bar. So. <laughs> But even oh my but even god, then, dude! Like, that 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 entire text exchange, that entire day, trying to figure out what happened to you was just so fucking funny. Uh because you wouldn't tell us really what happened at first. It was Renee telling us what what, what happened, so it was just a mystery for for almost twenty four hours about what actually happened. It's still so, kind of so I still don't even fucking know what happened. Really, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Oh man, good, but yeah, my, I think my, my big partying days are are coming to an end. You know, pretty soon, which is fine. I'm totally fine with it. But nah. yeah, dude, I I can't I can't deal with these hangovers anymore. It's getting it's it's fucking bad. So I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously, I know what's gonna happen the next time I go out to your house. We're gonna fucking drink probably twenty beers, and do it again the next day. Because well, true. that's what we do. But at least on like Saturday, we we drink heavily Saturday. And then by the nighttime, you know, we, we put two beers an hour, three beers an hour on Saturday. And Saturday mm-hmm. night, we're down to like a beer every 
hour and a half and then a beer every two hours. True, so yeah. It slows down. I like day drinking because then you kind of like sober up at night and then get a solid night's rest. True. That's true. And that's really what we've done the last few times I've been out there. Like Saturdays have been like our pretty much our recovery days, but we're still drinking. We're still we still have a good buzz going. Yeah. But that first night and Friday night, especially the Friday night, that's when that's when go hard, we get baby. really fucked up. Yeah. I'll rip it up. Rip it up. Oh, oh man. Anyway, uh, do we have? Do you have anything else on on Waylon Jennings? No. No, 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 no. That's it. Okay, so I just got. I have two things this week. One of them is uh, like I said a couple weeks ago on the pod. I'm just kind of because I'm not buying a lot of new vinyl right now, uh, so I'm kind of going through stuff that I'm selling that I never really got a chance to listen to uh, from that that big lot I got like a year a year ago. I think it was about a year ago now. Stuff I never really listened to, but I just put up for sale. It hasn't sold yet, so we're gonna start with this band called Stick to Your Guns. Have you ever heard of Stick them? Stick to Your Guns, yeah. Okay, yeah, they're they're from Orange County, local local boys, and uh, they're a hardcore band, kind of metalcore a little bit. So this record is called The Hope Division, and this came as their third record from 2010. It's a pretty solid record. It's definitely not bad at all. I still might end up keeping it. Ooh. The only thing that makes me want to... Because it is good. Trust me, it, it is good. But it goes roughly for about 200 bucks. What? Yeah. So I, mine hasn't sold yet, but the median price on Discogs is 165 Wow. And when you look, a lot of them are like in the 200 ranges. And so there's only two people selling this copy right now, and it's me and one other guy. Another guy's selling his for two sixty. So You're I put mine up for two hundred. I'm selling my. I have mine up for two hundred. So if anybody out there, what? Then no one's bought it yet. No, I've had it up for about a month now. But <sighs> anybody out there listening, if you want this record, it's the Red Variant. Um, it's cool. It's a great record. So if anybody wants it, hit up my Discogs <laughs> or hit me up personally, and I'll just, you know, just Venmo the, me the money or PayPal, whatever you want to do. And I'll just send you out the record. That way I don't have to, Discogs doesn't have to take a cut. But, um. Make you report that money on your taxes, though. I will not report that on my taxes. Uh, you hear it, you, you heard it here first, IRS. Um, anyway. Yeah, stick to your guns. Have, but you have heard this band, right? You've heard their music and everything? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good, right? Um, I mean, they're not $200 good. And I no. don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> think I'd ever like buy an album by them, but. I mean, I'm always I'm I'm always curious to see like what a two hundred dollar record sounds like. So I mean, this isn't in the best quality. I mean, there is surface noise on it. There's no there's no skipping or looping or anything like that. Uh, but there is there is surface noise for sure because the guy I bought this lot from he didn't take the greatest care of any of these records. So on most of them, there is some surface noise. So yeah, there's that. But you know, I I said at this point I've got this record for free. Because oh, yeah, for sure. I've made up for it already with the little bit I've sold from this lot. Yeah. So I bought stuff from you. So like you for sure have got it for yeah. free. Oh, absolutely. So pure profit for me. So thank you for that. Um, but anyway, and it, honestly, if it doesn't, I'm just going to keep it until it sells for 200 because I'm just going to keep it up on Discogs until it does sell eventually maybe. But, um, but you know, this is just, it's pretty good hardcore metalcore music from Orange County from 2010, from this era of, uh, of music so it's good stuff it's it's like it's it's harder for you right now because you're not in like a forever type of place like my collection that i have it's it is now full like i am full (laughs) after uh because when i listened to two the album twice i put it in a specific spot and then once that spot 
gets to about 15 records, then I file them away. And the last, I, the last file I did, I let it go to about 25 because I knew that's about all I could hold. So I'm mm-hmm. officially full right now, and I still have like 15, 20 records that I need to put away after the second listen. And so this week, I, I've already purged like three or four things, but I'm going to go through and, and like I told you, like just off the top of my head, no matter what, I have like 65 things I'm going to purge. That's so many. This is my space. This is all they want to do. I want to curate this space now and make and get better copies of the records that I love and then just get rid of stuff that I'm just not going to listen to. And as much as I do like Kansas, I do enjoy Kansas. I don't need four. No. I don't need five Jethro's. I do love Jethro. And like I, I just don't I don't need these. I'm not going to listen to them again because like I put on black sales today before the pod. And I was like, fuck, man, I do not even like my favorite Kansas record. I don't get this feeling from it. The way I do Black Sails in the Sunset. <laughs> Makes sense. So Makes like, sense. Like, if I was you, all of those cool-ass records, before my collection maxes out, I'd keep them. But, yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing. But we're also at, like, at like the, the, what I still think is, is like the peak of, of, of vinyl prices. It's going to go down. It will. It will. Getting $200 for Stick to Your Guns in three years is probably the fucking long shot. But who cares, right? I mean, I yeah, I've made my money back on it. So, any any profit is nice. Yeah. So I mean, and, and like I said, I don't know how, how many times I'll go back to this stick to your guns record. So yeah, if anybody wants it, even shoot me an offer. Fucking somebody message me if anybody wants this record. Shoot me an offer, and I'll yeah, probably I'll give sell you ten it bucks to you. for it right now. Cash well, me, I'll that's not you. gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> you pay postage. Uh, yes, I pay postage. <laughs> Makes sense. Oh boy! All Is right, so fucking Paul McCartney from the Beatles. Yes, yeah, so my my pick of the week comes from Paul McCartney and his third record called Two, because that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> his, his third record from May 1980. So I had no expectations going into this. I like his first and second record. I think they're really solid, solid records. Paul McCartney is my favorite Beatle. I think he has the best voice. He's I think he's the best songwriter in the band. And uh, and this one really threw me off. Like the first song starts, and it there's a lot of like '80s kind of sounding like synthwave kind of stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm not really digging this too much. And then the second song comes on, and it's called "Temporary Secretary." And when I tell you, I was fucking blown away. Like I had never heard anything like this song, especially coming from somebody like Paul McCartney never would have expected a, a song like this. And then it drops back into like some something more like, you know, traditional like you'd expect from McCartney. And then he'd throw in a ballad the next song and then the next song would be a little bit more electronic. This record was all over the place. All over the place. And I fucking loved it. This record is fucking awesome. It gets like when it came out, it got absolutely shit reviews. People hated this record. But of course, you know, retroactively all these magazines and whatever had come to say, oh, this is this is a cult favorite. This is a this is a great record now, but you know, in 1980 we thought it was trash. I think this is a really cool record. There's just enough of the 80s synth sound to be acceptable on this, and his songwriting is is top notch. I mean, he's just the guy knows how to write a fucking song. The guy knows how to play the right thing at the right time, and he plays every Paul McCartney plays every instrument. He sings. On this record this is all him so kind of a quick backstory on this record 
he was touring with or he had just put out a wings record like a year or two prior and they were touring and he kind of didn't know what he wanted to do if he wanted to do another wings record or do a solo record he wasn't sure so he's like, okay i'm just gonna go on a tour with wings see how that goes and they ended up touring or they tried to tour japan which paul mccartney hadn't been in japan since 1966 so for 14 years because Japan wouldn't let him in because he had already been arrested for marijuana charges <laughs> for be, for possession of marijuana. So it took six or uh, fourteen years before they finally let him back into the country. And guess what happens? They go to Japan. The whole band goes to Japan, and sure enough, they open up Paul McCartney's bag and he has weed in there. So nice. what they, they end up doing is they arrest Paul McCartney. They put him in jail for nine days in Japan, and then they release him, and then he flies back to England. And he's like, well, I don't really, I don't know what to do now. So he he went to like his remote house or cottage or farm or something like that in Scotland, hung out there for a while, like bought or rented a bunch of equipment, had it delivered to the house. And he re- wrote and recorded this record at his home by himself. He was completely isolated. And he set up like the drum set inside of his, uh, his kitchen because it had like the best like sound, like the best echo and resonance. So all the drums were recorded in his kitchen by him. And he did. He engineered. He pretty much did everything on this record, and he he experimented with synth synths, something that he had never done before. He had bought instruments like synths, uh, keyboards, and certain other instruments he had never used before for this record. And uh, and then yeah, he he kind of he put it all together. He wrote all the songs, recorded all the songs, and then he put it on the back burner. He's like, I don't know if I want to release it. Went on a tour with Wings, came back, and he's like, Fuck it, I'll just release it anyway. And he did. And like I said, it got shit reviews at the time, but. This is a pretty rad record, man. I was pretty <laughs> pretty surprised by this one. So, oh, I got this one from White Rabbit a few weeks ago when I was there. It was five bucks. It was a five dollar record. I'm like, dude, Paul McC- a Paul McCartney record for five bucks, even if it's bad. I mean, it's not. I knew it wasn't going to be bad, but you know, five dollars for this. So, dude, I've so I sell so many fucking Paul McCartney records on eBay. Do you? You probably I've sell a sold, lot of eighty. I've shit. sold this one before on eBay. Have you really? Yeah, I've only sold it once. But yeah, I sell Wings all the time. I sell Paul McCartney all the time. See, now I need to get in more into Wings because I don't know. I don't know. All I know is Live and Let Die. That's really the only Wings song I I know. I will put like three Wings in your fucking pile if that's what you want. Hey, man, if you got them, if you got them, I'll I'll, I'll take them. I come across them so often. All right. All right. I mean, I, I just, I think Paul McCartney is just. Dude, the guy is unreal. He's such an amazing songwriter, such a great singer. But anyway, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a little bit of "Temporary Secretary" because, like I said, the song blew me away. Uh, and then I want to know what you think about this. So, because I'm gonna be real mad if you don't like this. I'm gonna be so fucking mad if you don't like this. Well, but here it is. Here, here's a little bit of "Temporary Secretary" from Paul McCartney. Fitting on my knee, you can keep 
There you go, temporary secretary from Paul McCartney. Wow, dude. Wow. So what did you think of this one? You like this? Dude, I fucking love this so much. This is probably one of the coolest songs I've heard. I don't even know. I don't even know. No, this is this kidding. It's good. It's solid. It I fucking like blew me away. It's so good. It's it's not man, so this is this is weird. This is where I, this is how I feel about the song. You you play the song, you don't know it's Paul McCartney. You know this is automatically just some stupid eighties like new wave thing. You write it off. Then yeah, you like yeah. you listen to it again. And there's like, some no. sick shit here. There's 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 something else here to it. Like there's it's not just stupid write me off new wave eighties shit. It's kind of got like like this little Middle Eastern type of twang to it. Yeah there's, yeah, there's a lot of layers and it's fucking weird, but it's got a strong melody, and uh, I like it. I think I, I've only sold this once, so if I see it, I I'll probably pick this up and listen to it. I think you might like the entire record. There are a couple songs that are like, okay, this is this is fine, this is okay, but there's some really rad stuff on here. This is the best song though. This is the best song on the record. I'm not saying like this song is, is competing for like greatest song of all time. It's just, it's so unique and it's so weird. And it's so just, everyone's jumping on this eighties train. Nineteen eight, yeah. Like the pretenders did in fucking 1979. Like new wave was, was already a thing. So like yeah. Paul McCartney is now doing the eighties thing in Sergeant Pepper's fashion. It's just fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, he wrote and recorded this record in mid 79, but he didn't release it till a year later in mid 1980 so he, he did write it like at the very beginning of that that whole synth way or 80s train but so there, there are a couple things here for me at least because i've listened to this song and in, in the last two days i probably listened to the song maybe 12 or 13 times jesus i fucking love this yeah i can't tell you how much i love this song but the that that synth loop that he does that didn't that, that thing right there whatever however you want to sing it it's you can kind of tell he doesn't know what he's doing because the loop is very choppy and you can hear where the loop clips or it clips and it, and it re-loops again. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of bootleg in that, but I love that. I love that for its charm because he was experimenting so much with something he didn't know anything about. And there's some really cool bass playing on this, like some really cool funky bass playing. Fucking killer. The acoustic guitar, like who the fuck would throw an acoustic guitar on a song like this? But he makes it work so well. It's so simplistic and so perfectly placed and timed on the song not only that i hear a lot of primus on this song like less claypool even just the song itself is very primus but the vocals are remind me a lot of less claypool and i think that's super rad like less claypool meets devo that's kind of what this song is for me and Ooh, i fucking I like love it that. i think this song is i, I think this that. song is perfection this song is absolute perfection playlisted it i'm telling you man i just when I heard this, I was like smiling. I was laughing when I first heard this. Like I was so happy. I even when when I listened to it they're on on vinyl, I played the song again. Like I took the needle off and I played the song again. Damn. So like, that was so rad. Yeah. I was I was digging this song so much. Blown away. Truly, truly blown away by this. But Ooh, wow. anyway, that's what I got. For that, five that's bucks, my, huh? For five bucks, man. Five bucks, so well worth the five dollars, the whole record. Okay. Five bucks just for this song, fuck it, who cares? But um, anyway, yeah, that's all I got for for my vinyl song of the week. So let's just jump into uh, some new music, other happenings in the music world. So do you want to play any of these songs at all? Nah, yeah, I'm fine with not playing any of them. 
Um, so let's start with new albums came out this week. Lizzo, our girl Lizzo. She put out a new record called Special. I did listen to this today. Uh, have you listened? Yeah. It's pretty good, right? Uh, it starts off fucking phenomenal. I think like the first True. three songs are just unbelievable. Tapers off a little bit, but it never gets into the bad territory. It gets at worst. Like, it's okay. But, man, dude, those like first three songs. Great ooh. songs. Ooh, that ooh, one ooh. song, though, the the second song is all over TikTok. It's been on TikTok for months. Like every other video that I come across, it's that fucking Lizzo song. I'm not. A, I'm not a TikToker. Yeah, you're not cool. You're not cool like TikTok. me, man. I'm the only TikTok I get down on is Kesha. It's Kesha. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, there I do go. like. I do like this. I would have bought it at the record store, but we only got like three copies in, and they fucking sold out. How much are they selling it for at Rock This Town? I think it was like twenty five, maybe. Are you fucking kidding me? Are is you? That, is that no? They brand new. So White Rabbit. Let's see. They post, they post, you know, what new new arrivals and stuff that they get. They're selling it for fifty bucks. Whoa, fifty fucking dollars, dude. This is what I'm saying. The record market out here is fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Makes me not want to buy records anymore because <laughs> it's so expensive now. Like it's outrageously expensive here for no that's fucking pretty, reason. That's pretty nasty. Fifty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. Makes me so mad. It's like that that Nicki Minaj too that that came out on oh, Record yeah. Store Day seventy dollars for that. What the fuck? It's, it's fucking ridiculous. It makes me so mad. But this is a, this is a this is a good record, dude. You can buy it on Amazon right now for twenty five. Makes no fucking sense. God damn, that's so annoying. Wait, what's cool about this record though is that it's only thirty five minutes long, so you're yeah. it's not. It's a very good amount of time of Lizzo. You know, that's all I need. I'm good to go. So, yeah, I like this record. Um, next one, Senses Fail. They put out a new record, Hell Is In Your Head. What do you think of this one? Uh, well, like the first two songs that we heard, and we talked about them a while ago, I, I like those a lot. So mm-hmm. I pre-ordered this. So I'm going to get this when it comes out on the vinyls, and I did not listen to the album. Okay. I know you will like this because I did not like it. <laughs> so I will say that. Because the, it, it reminds I like me the last album a lot. And, it has the some two songs that we heard sounded like the last album. Yeah, it has some of that. It has it also has some like Let It Enfold You, whatever that record is. Oh dude. Has some boy. of that on it too. It's just it's not for me, but I know Damn. you'll like it. You'll like it. It has it's nothing like Renacer, Renacer, whatever you want to call that record. It sounds nothing like that. So I saw the I saw the Paul McCartney song stuck in my temporary. <laughs> it's so good right it's so fucking good it fucking just grates at you just grinds you down <laughs> temporary secretary <laughs> is that not a fucking cool song man oh it's my god cool. i'm gonna listen to it probably a couple more times tonight after the pod <laughs> it's so fucking good man i cannot get enough of it <sighs> okay so this last thing here, this last new record that came out this week, I've never heard of this. I don't know where you heard of this, but it it's somebody named or a band group or whatever named Biba Doobie. Is that what it is? <laughs> I I I I don't Bay Bay Doobie Bay Bay Doobie. Uh, the album's called Beatopia, and uh, I did listen to this. Oh wow! It's not my it's not my thing. It was fine. It was kind. Of, I don't even know how to like. It was indie rock, but a little bit like weirder and kind of quirky 
I just thought it was whatever. It wasn't bad, but it's not something that I would normally listen to. So what's the story behind this? So this is the girl that did that 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 coffee song with Mark Hoppus, the don't oh, fall asleep yeah. too long. But that wasn't the actual song. It was another hip-hop guy that remixed her song and then featured Mark Hoppus. So she actually mm-hmm. had nothing to do with the, that version other than just writing the original song. But I thought that was a fucking fantastic song. And so then I listened, because she only had one one album out at that time. That was like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved it. So her last album, uh, Fake It Flowers, and I love it. It's it's this like bedroom pop stuff, kind of like in the same vein as, as that Girl in Red that I, I talked about like, oh, a while yeah, ago. yeah. And and I don't know, man. I love that. I love it. It's this stupid fucking type of pop that is just so silly. It's so childish. But I don't know. I love it. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like this album that all that much. I thought it was um, it was too uh, to sound to sound like Rolling Stone here. I guess it was too commercial. It was too sellout sounding uh, for me. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. Wasn't stripped down enough. Basically, that's fair. Yeah, I thought it was. I mean, I don't remember anything about it really, but yeah. it was fine. It was nice to have on in the background, and it was like a lot of a lot of just turn the mic up and then whisper sing, and I just mm-hmm. fucking hate that so much. Yeah, it's so so overdone. But okay, cool, cool. So let's move on to some new songs that came out this week. First thing comes from the Suicide Machines. Uh, they put out a, put out a new song called "Slipping Into Darkness." The first part of this song was. Eh, it was whatever, but it picks up and it, it gets much better. But I don't know. I think a new Suicide Machines record is going to be should be good, right? Yeah, I don't I don't get what they're doing though because they're already so the other song that they released the single whatever it was they already pressed that to like a twelve inch vinyl on yeah. this like color variant. So I don't know if all these are going to a new album or if they're just going to do like one off songs now to. Because they still sell, like they they're still fucking insanely popular, because of Revolution Springs and then because of uh, Tony Hawk. So they're still selling, and they're yeah. still in the. I don't know, man. It's weird. But they're, the song was the song was okay. Yeah, it was fine. I, I think would not what they're gonna do based on the song. No, I wouldn't either. And I'm sure you'll you'll be able to get it for like twenty bucks when it comes out anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'll just wait to listen to it on Spotify. But I, I I think that's what a lot of bands are doing. They're just they're putting out three four songs, um, you know, two months in advance, and then they'll drop the record. I mean, that's what Angels and Airwaves did. That's what all the bands are doing now. Which I mean, that's kind of you know the way of the future, and that's how it is now. But it kind of sucks too. I don't want I don't want all these these songs as singles. I just give me the fucking record. But I mean, I'm I'm happy. I don't like singles either. I think it's just dumb. Give me an EP. Yeah. I'm fine with an EP. I mean, obviously, I, I would prefer a full length of, of record over anything. Yeah, but yeah. if you just don't, if if you're just gonna fill it with with chud, then just just <laughs> really release a good release a good EP. Like don't, I agree. Don't, fucking, I agree. don't waste my time. Agreed. Uh, so the next song here comes from Ozzy Osbourne featuring Jeff Beck. Uh, two guys yeah. I I kind of wouldn't have expected to to join forces and make a song. But the song is called Patient Number Nine, and it was kind of boring. It's like seven minutes long, and it just kind of went nowhere. I I just I didn't really care for it. No, it was stupid. It was stupid yeah. because I mean, you you still say thirteen. It was a really good return to form for Sabbath. I still Great listen Sabbath to it. Record. 
but like Jeff Beck, the dude's like a top five, right? Top 10 for sure guitarist all time. Some might say. But no, that's fact. He's stupid, stupid good. But like all of his great (laughs) stuff was from like the late 60s or early 70s and and everything else that he's just kind of. He's he's kind of clapping it. He's he's just kind of doing the same thing, fucking over and over. And it's all great. It's all fantastic. But it lacks, lacks that same like chutzpah, as when he was doing it. You know, fucking the Jeff Beck group and Beckola, Truth for God's sake, his first album. God damn, it's a good one. That's good. That one's got yeah. uh, JPJ on it. So some good, great stuff. I mean, Jeff Beck is Jeff Beck in the sixties and early seventies. Like you said, is fucking awesome. Great records. But I don't want to hear Jeff Beck in two thousand twenty-two. Yeah, with Ozzy. It's come like. On. You guys are like in your seventies, which can be fine, but it just sounds so bland, just so run of the mill. There's only so much music you can play, bro. Like you, yeah. you play music in the seventies. You played music for fifty years. I know, right? That's crazy. Just hang it up. You don't yep, have to yep. keep writing new music. You can just jam at this point. Just sign autographs and fucking jam. Yeah, I mean they could still play live, like Ozzy. I mean, I think Ozzy lip syncs every once in a while, but he still puts on a good show. If you watch any live videos in the last 10 years, he still puts on a great live show. Yeah. So, And I would see Ozzy because I know that it's not like Ozzy putting on the show. It's Ozzy's team. And he has yeah, a fantastic yeah. team. He has, he, he has high-profile people that get paid a lot of money to make sure that I forget that he's 95 years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And I'm sure they do a fantastic job at it. And same with like yeah. Jeff Beck. Like I would, I would see Jeff Beck live, like Noodle over at the fucking, now the Wiltern, and like a little <laughs> one-off show. God damn, that'd, that'd be, be fucking cool. sick. That'd be so. I don't cool. want to hear a new song. Like, come on. I agree. I agree. So uh, let's move on. We we got one more song. It comes from Gorilla, the Gorillas, uh, featuring Thundercat, bass player. I think he's a bass player, right? Thundercat. I think so. he's a big ass like six-string bass. Um, they put it, the song is called Cracker Island. It's cool. I don't really remember much from it after that one listen, but I remember enjoying it. It really wasn't a bad song, but it was kind of what you'd expect from Gorillaz, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I honestly, I I agree. I don't remember anything from it. I don't remember any kind of really cool baseline either. So, yeah, same here, same here. But if you're interested, go check it out. Uh, and so the last thing here, we got some music news to uh, just came out this week. Uh, if you're planning to go see the Bomb Pops, they canceled their tour, their U.S. tour, because Jen, the singer, she said that something, family emergency, so she had to stay close, so they canceled the whole tour, but they're still playing, like, the Chain Reaction show, and I think some show in L.A., and, uh, but yeah, every other show from that tour has been canceled, so sucks for the rest of the band and the crew, but, you know, she's got to do what she's got to do, so. Are you, uh, are you still thinking about going to that Chain Reaction show or no? I'm still thinking about it. It's so close, and I'm sure it's going to be so cheap. So I still might go. We'll see. Probably not, but we'll see. Okay. Okay. Uh, the next thing here, Limp Biscuit canceled their European tour because uh, Fred Durst says that, he didn't say he's unwell, but he was advised by his doctor to not tour and not and to stay close. So who knows what that is? Maybe... He's susceptible to blood clots. That could be a big thing. Maybe he has a heart condition. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, and I wasn't there. So. <laughs> um, but I'm just guessing. But it sucks. It, it really does suck because, yeah, Limp Bizkit, I mean, you and I have never seen them, but any video I've ever seen from them from the beginning up until this last year, 
dude, their shows are fucking killer, man. And I, I just, I can't wait to see them when they come back and do the U.S. tour, do a U.S. tour. I, I think like, like we talked about, like seeing them now. I, like, if we had an option to see them in our favorite venue now or 2002, I might pick now because they're just better musicians. They've honed their craft, and they're just gonna put on a better show as opposed to being more energetic and being more in the moment. Back in the day, true. I just think, I just think like, I want them. I want them dad vibes. I want them. <laughs> I want them mature. Both eras have their advantage advantages. <laughs> I know. And oh, good. like, I, I just want to see both. I, I, I would just love to have seen both, but I'm totally happy just seeing the current version of this band. Cause every, like I said, everything I've seen just looks like so much fun. So cool. God damn. Great band. But yeah, I mean, hopefully it's nothing too serious for Fred Durst, but, um, Hey, did you actually watch the video that he, that he posted? No. Nah. He, he was like, he was like teary eyed. Like it was weird. It was a weird video. Like he he was very very vulnerable in the video, but um, yeah. Hopefully it's nothing nothing too bad. But anyway, let's move on. I got I think into something more positive. This is your thing. I you didn't even link anything, but it just says MoFi news. It's so what not is this? positive at all. It's it's oh, okay. very very. It can be very very negative. So MoFi is is the the leading one of the leading um, vinyl pressing plants that that put out top quality shit. And apparently it just came out in the past like five days that supposedly, maybe, but yes, they are sourcing from digital sources. Ooh. And so like it's never been explicitly and people were scout like on Reddit, people were just scouring the 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 website and old pressings and emails and nowhere did they ever say that it was only directly mastered from tape. It would just say like remastered from tape and all these other kind of like words that are very arbitrary. Because if you mm-hmm. say that it's only mastered from tape, then you cannot use any kind of like digital rendering. It yeah. has to be mastered from tape. And the reason why it kind of came out is this this new thriller, this this one step. They pressed forty thousand of them, and I don't know a whole lot yeah. about how this process works, but I do know that when you pull something from tape and you create the lacquer. And then you make the stamp. Mm-hmm. That lacquer and that stamp are only good for so many pressings. They just they, they wear out, and then the quality dips, and therefore you can't use it anymore. But there's no fucking way in hell that that UMG or Sony are going to be like, oh yeah, just fucking here. Here's the master tape. Use as much as you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Fuck no. You, you there's no amount of money you'd be able to pay them for them to to give you just full access to the master tapes. So. These runs should only be like five thousand, maybe seven thousand, maybe ten thousand records. But this thriller one was forty thousand, so people started wow. digging. And not saying like like just because you source from digital, therefore it is bad or less quality. And to be honest, mm-hmm. like I don't even fucking I cannot tell a goddamn difference, even with a, a newer setup like this. And it's I think it's kind of funny because all these audio files are now with egg on their face and, and, and all their <laughs> shit fucking sourced from digital stuff. And again, like, like MoFi hasn't came out and said it yet, but all of like the big online guys, like the Ingroove dude, like Noble Records, like all of these guys are coming out and be like, what the fuck is going on? Like we need answers. And the guy from the Ingroove who I can't fucking stand because he's a tool. He's actually going to meet with a rep from MoFi tomorrow. He's going to fly out to wherever their fucking what plant the fuck? is. 
This is how much clout this fucking douchebag has. It's so irritating. He's such an asshole. But he's going to fly out and meet with a rep from MoFi and talk to them about this whole this whole thing and then post a video, I think, on Wednesday. But, Shit. Um, this, I mean, is just, it, this, is, this is crazy. This is a big deal because, I mean, they could, there could be a lot of lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, if you're... Fuck. If, if, if you get a good enough lawyer to make it seem that, that Mobile Fidelity are are leading everybody to believe that these are pressed or are mastered only from tapes or, or pressed only from the master tapes, then you have a class action lawsuit in your hands. So anybody that's ever bought a MoFi pressing, and these are fucking upwards They're of two hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I think this is just I think this is just bonkers and I, I um I don't know. It's kinda of fun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's kinda of cool. Oh boy. What so if you have any MoFi's you want to you want to sell? You better get rid of them quick because they may drop in severely <laughs> in value. <laughs> I have no MoFi's. I think you only have two, right? Me? You have yeah. You have Weezer, and then you have. Do you have any other ones? I think I only have Weezer. You used to have Tarkus. I remember that from EMP. Yeah, I know you got rid of that. Yeah, it's still sitting there for sale. Oh, you still haven't sold it? <clears throat> no, I sold it to the local record shop for for yeah, I think oh. he gave me like forty bucks for it. And he's he's asking a hundred, and it's been there for almost two years. What rec- what record store? Uh, Desi's. Oh, it's just that one sucks. of those things that it's Tarkus, bro. Yeah, you can get it for five bucks. You know, like, Grace Records has a clean copy for three. And I still don't want it. It's a good record. Come on, it's not. It's not their bet. And I'm trying to purge here. Yeah, I know. I know. Great cover, though. I love the cover. God, that cover is so ugly. I love it's it. So, it's love like, that cover. It rivals like Pantera. It's so stupid and ugly. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So is that all we got for this episode? So yeah, that's it. Okay. Fun yeah, because we we have we have quite the uh, the episode coming up. So let's uh, let's get out of here for this one. And uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. You know the drill. Give us five stars. Five stars only. And uh, that's it. That's all. Okay.